Hello and welcome to the Mad Sounds podcast, episode 71. And to, um, today I've got the absolute pleasure of being joined by Hector Boys. Hello. Oh, so, right, I'm going to introduce you. So, we've got the, the, the singer. We've got Adam. <laughs> On drums, we've got uh, we've got Athel. <laughs> then we've got, uh, we've got uh, lead guitar extraordinaire Luke. Hello there. And then the, uh, the 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 we've got our well the resident bassist uh, Robert. He doesn't get over who. Yeah. I thought I thought we were doing like. <laughs> I was expecting more of a. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> For context, um, everyone listening, really confused now. They're like, what? <laughs> uh, we've recorded this interview already, yeah. and it didn't save. However, thank thank fuck, uh, yous are all absolute legends, and we're recording it again, like, now, straight away. Which is Except unbelievable. I'm in my car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I think of it is just, I was just going to not mention it, and someone will comment being like, why is he in a car? Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> Thank you all for coming on. Thank you all for doing it again. Uh, bit of a nightmare, but it, it's good to have you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think we'll start with uh, a wonderful question, Hector boys. Who's this Hector fella? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> just no, we, don't, we don't even know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. If you go to Aberdeen University, um, like we do, uh, there's an accommodation where I think like I don't know if all of us stayed there, but I think at least half of us stayed there uh, called Hector Boyce. So whenever we were coming up for the name for the band uh, in the pub, we had like all these really serious names like the whatevers. Uh, uh, and then somebody said like, why don't we just call it like Hector Boys or Hector's Boys? And we thought, ah, and we'll never do that. And then by the end of the night, that was the only good the only good option <laughs> which it's actually a good name and especially yeah. now that i know this like that's kind of it's like a good little callback do you know what i mean a lot of bands yeah. have just names <laughs> do you know what i mean like it's good uh, and i said this before but we had the idea of making a sketch thing that you know do a little like a little act and stuff it's quite fun going to do a sketch thing we're going to call it story street after accommodation so i like that you know same wavelength yeah so um We've already done this, and you've had time to reflect on your answers, but there's two Mad Sounds playlists out there. You can all go follow them. They're always linked in the description. You've got the Mad Sounds playlist, which has your EP on, and it'll have your upcoming song on as well. And then we've got the Mad Sounds Hall of Fame. So I asked you to nominate songs into it, and, you know, it's a hard question. But now you've had time to think. So I want to know, do you have different songs? My answer still stands uh, with Mr. Leonard's, um, yeah, California Girls. Yeah. Anyone I'm else? going to throw in, because I, I, I forgot to mention this story. Oh, okay. Time round. Um, Could You Be Loved by oh. Bob Marley and the Wailers. Nice. We covered that song at our Edinburgh gig. And it turns out we we right we did this we covered the song just because it was it's a cool song and we're like that would be a cool song to cover, and then after the show I can't remember who it was Rob, but said like oh that was so cool that you did that on Bob Marley's birthday, 
And we were like, oh. yeah. <laughs> we meant that. We definitely meant that. <laughs> that's a, the timing of that is so good. Yeah. You've got like yeah. a one in 365 chance and you just hit it. Yeah. Uh, good song. I like Bob Marley, you know. Like yeah. a lot of people like like Bob Marley, but like I listen to him a few albums and stuff. I'm a big album guy. Uh, really fucking good, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, on that note, have you seen that Snoop Dogg has stopped smoking uh, marijuana? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been all over social that. media. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Uh, but besides the point, uh, does anyone else have an updated song they'd like to add? Or another song you'd like to add? But I'll read out the songs you added. Uh, but any changes or? Go on, Luke. Suggest something, and then I'll suggest something. I think I'd have to go with when Two Life Feet gets released. To be honest, because I think we're all shocked at that. Yeah. I like that. I think that's probably our proudest um, band moment so far. Was the recording of that and the final product of it? I think that's probably our biggest achievement, anyway, as a band. Mm-hmm. And it has to be. It has to be up there, anyway. It has to be definitely in the top three. I think that has to, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Any other? Well, Robert? If, got... I, if, if I hadn't stole California Girls, then I'd be, I'd be flying. But, <laughs> um, I'll say Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA, because we love that <sighs> cover. So Brilliant. So we've also got, um, as you said, California Girls, you've got uh, Burning Bus, one of your own songs, <laughs> and we've got um, Paralyzer by... Oh yeah, that I think was eleven. Um, I'll, I'll leave that in uh, just because I'm nice. Yeah, that's dedicated <laughs> to Mr. Mr. Matthew Milner, um, drummer of Virginia Coast. Shout out. Yeah. The, and speaking of uh, Virginia Coast, they are playing on a uh, with you, are they not? All at the same. Yeah, on the twenty eighth. Uh, tickets 28th. seven pound. Be in the description. Uh, I will continue to plug that. So. <laughs> Let's now move on and we'll get a bit more, kind of a little bit more personal and we'll talk about what music you each like because, you know, you have different tastes and stuff. And obviously, Rob, uh, you can see you've got Joy Division, Pink Floyd. For some reason, you've got the Benz, if you want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that we've got we've got some hints there. So uh, is that is that kind of what you like? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, um, 100%. I think... Um... A lot of my music taste kind of spawns from my dad, like originally growing up, kind of listening to, to bands like Joy Division and Pink Floyd. Um, but in terms of more like recent listening, it's uh, it's bands like uh, The Smiths. So I've really been a fan of now for two or three years. And in more even more recent years would be bands like Inhaler and Fontaines. Um, obviously, a bit of Irish heritage there, but I think they're just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I went to see Inhaler live. I think it was a... Uh, two weeks ago or a week oh, ago brilliant. and they were absolutely phenomenal uh, live so very good band yeah nice so does that i mean yeah i know you said you like the smiths obviously some brilliant bass lines there is that kind of does that influence your style of kind of playing bass a hundred percent i think like when i'm when i listen to, to andy rourke play i just go he is phenomenal and Obviously, I can't interpret, you know, make a bass line as good as he can, but I try my best. And yeah. Something that I think kind of brings that, I think just a great bass line can make a song so much better. And Andy yeah. Rourke is the, is, is the man who does that the best, I think. So, yeah, 100%. That's very fair. So, um, Athel, how about yourself? Uh, I think it's got to be sort of like Arctic Monkeys, um, kind of basic up block party, uh, just purely because of their drummer is just absolutely insane. Um mm-hmm. 
then you've got to like uh, kind of I like Oasis, Stone Roses as well. Listen to them quite a lot. Um, Dave Grohl, I think as well. That's yeah. another sort of good um, influence for me. Kind of the way he kind of orchestrates himself around the kit, um, and then as well as guitar. Um, it's quite cool to watch him do stuff and kind of learn a bit from him as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen that video of Dave Grohl explained that he plays guitar as if it was a drum kit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff like that's really cool. Um, yeah. Block Party, some unbelievable drums. You've done that on the podcast. Um, do you know what? Um, speaking of Arctic Monkeys, actually, do you know what? One, there's one Arctic Monkey song that actually the bass and the drums are like my favorite of all of them. Uh, Crying Lightning. Yeah. Has oh, some. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's beautiful. So, uh, Luke, Johnny, my enthusiast. Yes, yeah. Shoegaze enthusiast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What music are you into? Well, now I've got longer to, I've had more time to think about it. I can suppose <laughs> list off some bands. Um, but it's a decent variety, to be honest. Um, a lot of kind of jangly, post punk pop type stuff, like the Smiths, the Pretenders. Um, nice. Just to list a few, a big fan of television um, and others, or shoegaze wise, love a bit of ride. Been see slow dive live. They're great. Oh, nice. Um, and my bloody Valentine. But then also like, for example, last night I went to see Queens of the Stone Age. Massive Queens of the Stone Age fan. Oh, unreal. Um, so I suppose it's quite varied, but also a lot of, you know, jangly guitar, like the birds as well, played a massive influence on me. And things like that. So yeah, I think that's where it's kind of mostly stemmed from. Should definitely have a listen to some early Modest Mouse. I'm telling you, every episode I mention Modest Mouse, you definitely. <laughs> Definitely should. Uh, so, same goes for you, actually, um, Athol. Does that, for you to does that influence? Are these kind of what you use as, like, that's kind of what you want to make, if that makes sense? Okay, the, the riffs you write or the, the parts that you play, do you use that as kind of a influence for it? Definitely, yeah. I think I'm kind of more self-taught than anything on the drums. Um, kind of picked it up when I just started first year, just in my music class, and then just kind of ended up taking it all the way through until sixth year um and then obviously now kind of studying it as a degree um yeah I mean you kind of my progression was like learn the kit actually learn how to play it and then I think it was during maybe like third year or fourth year for me I just got myself the most like a hundred pound electric drum kit awful awful kit um I had to drive all the way to Glasgow with my mum and dad to get it and then drive all the way back to Perth. Um, and I just plugged in my headphones and just hit shuffle on my playlist. And obviously it was very like kind of Arctic Monkey style bass, kind of like block party, kind of quite heavy based on them kind of influences there. And um, just kind of picked up how to play kind of stuff like that through just improvising over songs that are similar to the ones that I like. That's really fucking cool. So you literally just like was like, all right, I'm just gonna listen to songs and just fucking yeah. That's cool. Well. That is really cool. It was awful to begin with because <laughs> it was really kind of tricky to get it. But I kind of just sat there. I kind of didn't condition myself, but I kind of made myself do it for like either like half an hour after school and half an hour after like my dinner or something, or like mm-hmm. an hour if I had someone on that night. Just make myself just really more creative because I already knew like kind of like the like your exam like stuff if that makes sense like the stuff mm-hmm. they teach you but I wanted to be like kind of more creative and not just like reliant on 
just like sheet music, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, it's funny the the difference between writing and learning a song. Yeah. Like it's. I remember that I I used to just kind of learn songs for a bit, and I started playing guitar. As soon as I wanted to write something, it's a completely different oh, ball game. Um. So Adam, uh, what what music kind of influences you? What are your what's your go to stuff? Um. Well, the reason I started playing guitar, um, was Nirvana, like, uh, when I was, like, maybe, like, 12, 13, um, and then, like, yeah, that's why I started learning guitar, but I don't really listen to too much Nirvana now, but, um, yeah, yeah like, the Smiths, um, big, uh, Jeff Buckley fan, um, but then I got a, wide, a whole range of things, like, I really, like, uh, a friend of mine got me into Billy Bragg, uh, he's really sick. Um, who else? Uh, George Benson, um, a bit more like jazz and blues. Nice. Uh, I had a big John John Mayer phase. Oh, um, respectable. And but just like everything, like uh, Sundays as well. I'd actually say this, a lot of the Sunday stuff influenced the the new song. Um, yeah. Um, I quite like. Uh, oh yeah, uh, me and Rob are quite into Bombay Bicycle Club at the minute. Um, nice. Obviously, like uh, going to see them in in February, um, and I'd say they've influenced like a lot of our new sort of uh, like new songs. Would you say that? Oh no, sorry, go on. No, I was just saying. Yeah, oh, I completely agree. Yeah. Would you say that uh, they've influenced your new latest song, uh, the song coming out soon? Um. Yeah, I'd say there's some there's some flavors uh, in there. Especially when we've kind of like um, all been like, you know, when like when I've brought like the chords and the the lyrics to the band, and we've all kind of come up with our own parts. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I think that's probably like the most fun part of being in a band is like everybody just like, because um, I'd say we we all write like our own our own parts. Like, there's never really any like, um, and it's just like whatever influences that person, like, is what. They, what shines through and like what they play yeah see that that's cool kind of your own creative it allows you to take your own influences into it a lot more uh, yeah. which is obviously always a good thing um is bombay bicycle club the guy from that has that like pro- producer project doesn't he Ooh. does he it's um, called he's got an album called the locket i think it's him I might be wrong, but it's pretty cool. He's got an album called The Locket with a guy called Barney Artist. It's like a chill kind of jazzy hip hop project. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, th- I think actually I know what you're talking about because like the guy, uh, the main guy from Bombay, like he always talks about like making like beats and shit. Like um, yeah, it must be. Yeah, that's really um, cool. And one of their new songs on their new album was with like Damon Albarn and all. So like that was pretty. Oh, sick. nice. That's pretty sick. Uh, so I think we'll we've got your influences nailed down. We'll we'll go on to talking about some gigs now. So how long have you been uh, together as a band? I think it was about a, a year, a few days ago. I think it was actually. Yeah. My first. Yeah. That's that's quite mad, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, all thanks to Apple Simon, I think. Really, <laughs> got us together. <laughs> so. So you've been together a year. So how long into being a band did you play your first gig? 
for like two weeks. Was that? Uh, would you like to tell uh, tell the story? Oh, the band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like the first week, first few weeks of uni. Um, I'm in a club with my pals, and I see the wonderful luscious locks of Luke Monroe at the time. Um, so I was like, uh, I got up to him, I think, and I'm just kind of speaking to him, asking how he's doing, typical questions, what you're studying. He says pharmacology, I think he says farming. Um, and then I think like, I, I, I steal his, um, his cat. And then I think I just like get his Snapchat or something from there and then figure out that he does like play guitar. So we make like, well, obviously think, oh, fuck it, you should just start a band type of thing. And then I was in the pub, uh, kind of like the pub down by the uni called the Bobbin. Um, saw Rob, um, kind of knew him from Perth anyway, just through a few like kind of mutual pals, and went up to him and asked if he wanted to be the bassist. Um, he was still in his band in Perth at the time, and he just said, "I'll see." And I was like, "Okay." So fair news, he um, comes along, and that's that. So we got three, and then we're looking for a singer everywhere, can't find him. And I'm walking down Union Street one time uh, to go and get a new pair of shoes with a few pals. And I see this guy with a guitar and singing. And I'm like, oh, he sounds sounds pretty good. I'm going to kind of see what that's about. So I go and buy my shoes and come back. And he's playing uh, Brazil by Delta McKenna at the time. Um, and when he's done, um, I go up to him and I'm like, oh, do you want a like being a band and he goes yeah and then I'm like right mate it's at the pub at seven and he's like all right and then yeah I think I was like all right pure fair days like well um I'll see you at the pub and then he comes along and then that's that that's kind of how we start the band it's pretty cool it's interesting a lot of bands kind of come together a lot more straightforward than that (laughs) that's pretty cool just found him just like you know what (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so you played your first gig two weeks about you know that's pretty pretty quick how did that come about again thanks to Apple really <laughs> uh, I was in a club again I promise I'm not an alcoholic and in the smoking area of a club um and i think i just get chatting to a few folk in a group and they're they're like oh what do you do i'm like oh do music and oh you're in a band i'm like literally just started a band like two weeks ago and then one of the girls um worked in a place called cafe drummonds which is where we had our first gig and she was like oh just um like add me on instagram ping us a message i'll get in contact with like the guy that organizes the gigs and we can try and get you sorted on like a support and act bill or like one of like your future sessions they do on a Wednesday type of thing so message them we figure something out for the 14th uh, December the one of the future sessions on a Wednesday and yeah it's kind of been yeah sense. pretty quick making absolute moves um good though so what can people listen expect from seeing Hector Boys live? Uh, probably some good jokes from Adam as well. Sorry, jokes. I'd say, uh, 
maybe like I'd say we're high energy. I'd say we're high energy. We're um we like to involve the crowd a lot, like you know, so it's like like a lot of like chat with the crowd and a lot mm-hmm. of like uh like working the crowd as well. And like we just sort of have have a bit of crack, you know, when we're we're performing. Like it's all sort of it's all just a bit of fun at the end of the day. Um and but I'd say our songs as well, like I'd like I'd like to think they're quite catchy. Yeah. Get the get the crowd get the blood pumping and stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Get people involved. That's that's good. Um so you've played a few venues now. What has there been a gig or a venue or anything, you know, has anything stood out to you? Like whether it's a gig where something's gone horrifically wrong or a gig where it's just been like absolutely bouncing. Uh is there anything that really sticks out to you? It's 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 gotta be the the Krakatoa gig that we played uh, last August. Nothing against the venue, like fantastic venue. Where is it? There. Um, it's just it, it's in Aberdeen, um, okay. but it's just kind of it's, it's it's near the bus station. But um, that gig was a uh, was completely on us, and uh, it was after quite a long hiatus without a practice during summer, and uh, got to the end of summer. I think it was the twenty sixth of August, and. Uh, Bit, uh, yeah, hadn't practiced enough, and also came into the fact that Adam couldn't bring his own guitar, um, so I had to lend him my very shit electric guitar, um, uh, which poor Adam had to fight with throughout the gig because it constantly was going out of tune and had terrible tone and everything. So um, <laughs> I do still feel bad for that one, um, but yeah, that would definitely be our our worst performance that we put out. But we've had some good ones as well. So has it been? any good ones that you're particularly proud of whether you got a cover spot on or whether you did one of your own songs and everyone was like oh yeah we know this or anything like that i think edinburgh oh okay i think edinburgh and a whole um kind of i don't know we did brainstorm by the arctic monkeys and i think personally we pulled that off a treat which was a tricky song to do and just I can imagine, back. especially for, uh, <laughs> especially on the drums. Yeah, it was Sounds tough. Um, <laughs> especially it was a, it was a showcase actually by Night Owl um, was the Edinburgh gig. So that was was really good. It was he's always well organised. He always kind of um, gets everything sorted and set up with no worries. Um, and yeah, it was busy. It was packed. It was kind of nice. It was just an overall pretty good gig personally. Uh, I'd have to. I think I don't know if the other to agree. I'd have to say our our first Hams gig in Perth. I think mean, that was just a yeah. a fantastic gig. We did uh we did some great covers. That we did Barbarism by the Smiths. The Barbarism gigs at home by the Smiths, which we all really like. Yeah. Um, and then it was also just the we played uh we played Open Eyed Dreams last that gig, and it's just it was just a really like euphoric feeling. Of just like the whole crowd was just singing lyrics that you wrote, and it just like it felt. It just felt amazing. That gig was definitely a yeah. highlight, I think, for all of us. Um, we really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. I bet that's a surreal feeling. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it. It sounds pretty fucking sick, though. But, like, see, I get, like, I've got a rap. I've got some like, absolute tragic songs out. But uh, even when uh, someone knows the lyrics to one of them, uh, that just in passing, they'll, like, reference it. And I'll be like, uh so I can imagine that's pretty fucking dope. Um, you are playing. You've got, uh, is it, how many gigs you got coming up? Two more? I know that yeah. 
Two, yeah. two. Oh, yeah. So you've got on the 28th in Glasgow, Nice and Sleazies. Uh, there's other bands playing as well. Got Scarlet Obsession being the podcast before. Uh, a oh. few more. Uh, so tickets will be below. £7 if you get online. Um, I mean, I look forward to seeing you. Oh, thank you very much. Get to see, yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Get to see Mad Sounds in the Flesh. No, I do. It'll be good. Uh, so everyone should go. It'll be linked below. Uh, so I think, speaking of playing live, I think every time you go to a gig and potentially when you play one, do you ever have a drink when you play? 100%, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, alcohol, it's fun. Uh, what's your go-to drinks? That's what I want to know. I mean, it's a good choice. It's a, I'm actually, I'm glad because I'm a, I'm, I'm a Guinness drinker. I mean, I can go out for like 10 and it'll just be, I can have Guinness the whole night, mate. Uh, I do, I do try and stay off spirits though. Same here. Same here. Try to, try to name anyway. It can be risky. Do you know what I mean? I feel like with pints. Yeah. I also think, do you know, I think it's mental with spirits that some people can handle, like, like, so someone might be able to handle, like, tequila, but they can't drink vodka. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. Um, We like a bit of drink talk. Yeah, it's always good. Always good. We should uh, should all get a Guinness at the Sleazy's gig. That's a plan, I think. Oh, yeah. It's a must. Oh, man. You know what we can do? We'll get a little photo of it, and then there you go. Absolutely. Great oh. track, great track. So, 28th is your gig in Glasgow, and on the 24th, your new song is coming out, uh, oh, Two yeah. Left Feet. Uh, it was actually on Friday, the Friday as we're recording this, it was on BBC Introducing. Yeah, How's man. that? How does that feel? Absolutely Mental. surreal. Mental. Mental. So, how does that come about? So, um, essentially, like on the sun. So, what 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 date was the Friday? The seventeenth, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, my 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 mic's delayed a wee bit. So, if I ever cut anybody off, apologies. Um, but yeah, so it was on the seventeenth that it got heard. That the Sunday before that, um, you like I uploaded it through the the BBC Music uploader. And like, um, just sort of, you just upload the song and say, like, give it a brief description of it. And uh, then a few days later, um, I got an email saying, like, oh, someone from the the team has listened to it. And then another few days later, on the Friday, I got an email saying, like, oh, it's in the running order for tonight's show. And then I messaged that into the group chat, and I messaged it in uh, over to Kyle, um, who produced and mixed the song, and like everybody was buzzing, and it was just like a, just a great feeling. So how did how did this song come out? Because I, I listened to uh, I've listened. It's very fucking good, by the way. Well done. Uh, but oh, how did you. it come about? Uh so like I, I, I like um probably like been writing that song for like maybe like two years now. Whenever lockdown was, um, like messing about with the I was messing about with like Dropsy on the guitar and. Uh, just wrote this chord progression and like it took so many different like forms over the years um but eventually i kind of got it to a place i was kind of happy with over the summer um and i sent it into the lads and we, we just kind of 
made a demo for it um but it was actually it was quite long originally it was like four or five minutes long and when we brought it to kyle um he was like oh you have to cut some of this out and but we did eventually streamline it and like what we're left with is uh we hope pretty good nice so in terms of it getting like producing stuff uh, is it just kind of is it one of your mates or something or that who produces it well it it's um so we we know uh there's a band in perth called knackered um and uh we kind of know the lads and uh they released an ep over the summer that sounded really 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 good and like the drums were fantastic on it and like we were kind of like right we're recording new songs we wanted to sound like that and so we messaged them and just said like you know who like record like how did you record the song and they said oh we did it with a producer um kyle i don't know how to pronounce it, if it's fumi or fumi f-u-m-m-e-y um uh he lives in perth and um so i dropped kyle a message and just said like we've got these demos like uh would you fancy recording them and he said yeah yeah of course so um we organized that for like october time um two trips down to perth and uh just recorded them in kyle's studio um he obviously produced them and then uh mixed them got them back to us and we got them mastered uh by a guy in edinburgh and yeah that was it nice uh so has, has he produced all of these tracks that you've released uh no not the ep we did the ep at uh captain tom's in aberdeen See, I, I, I know that now because I interviewed The Sunday recently. Um, yeah. But no, the, all of your songs actually sound like amazing, which is why I brought Because the producer, they're incredible. Obviously, the songs, I've, I've said last time, I like them. But also, the production's very good. Uh, I really like I really like your new song, and I'm, I'm intrigued. Do your kind of... Do you have anything in mind that's kind of influenced it or the kind of sound that you've gone for? Like as a as a whole, or is it just kind of your individual parts are kind of yours, if that makes sense? I think it's a bit of both. We're like obviously the drums are very like you've got like sixteenth note hi hats that are going like kind of running all the way through some of the verses and that, and um, that could be very much influenced on like block parties speed or like Arctic Monkeys speed type of thing, like with mm-hmm. the kind of just constant sort of going if that makes sense so i feel like that but then overall i think it has uh it does have a couple of sounds that we are all influenced by by like our individual bands but i think it's just a little mix of both i'm not sure if the boys agree though but individual parts have been influenced by different probably people in general i know real estate played a big influence on my parts in song personally i drew from but yeah i think we all draw from different bands and then mm-hmm. yeah so yeah same I think one, like, one thing oh, oh no sorry um i was just gonna say uh one thing that like luke said which i really agree with is like it definitely feels like as a song it feels like us like some of our songs before were kind of a bit bit forced in mm-hmm. a way like indie rock songs whereas like our new song feels like this is like what we're kind of meant to be like yeah making it definitely has a, a different sound to your EP, uh, but I really I think it's really good. It's actually very refreshing. Uh, that's kind of strange to say, but it, it definitely it stands out to me. I think 
I, it sounds like I'm trying to like blow your trumpets and that because you're on my podcast, but this is exactly what I'll say to walk and having a pint with him. That like I feel like uh, a lot of the bands I interview, I do listen to the music and I do like it, and I'm a strong believer in listening to kind of upcoming bands and stuff. Uh, but your EP was like, and and having heard your new song, of course, uh, it's. I feel like it's music that I'm gonna actively like continue to listen to. Oh, um, so like, and one thing that I actually really admire is this is probably gonna, I, I, it's kind of hard to articulate, but a lot of bands, this isn't a bad thing, but a lot of people almost don't want to say that they're directly influenced by things because I get it though, because like, you know, th- there is a way that you could view it that's like, oh, you're just copying whatever. But I'm glad that you are quite kind of like, you know what influence your direct parts and stuff, because it's very, I think it's good to appreciate influence. Do you know what I mean? Which is why some of my favourite artists of all time, I'll go back and listen to them and I'll look back at what kind of came before it and I find it really fascinating. So that's really cool. Um, So, should we talk about your EP? Yeah, I'll do Right, so uh, does one one of you can say the name of it? Uh, well, I do it. Yes. Uh, I, I, might, I might butcher it. Is it advisable to walk through Seaton during the hours of darkness? Is it Seaton Park? Yeah, Seaton Park. Seaton Park. Seaton Park, what's, yeah. What's that? Well, Seaton Park was uh, the park, effectively, like that you would walk through uh, from the Aberdeen... Uh, accommodation for students in first year to the actual campus. Um, so it's just a park in Aberdeen, but there's a sign specifically that says the title of the EP uh, just as you walk into it. And I think we just thought it was really cool. So, yeah. That's quite cool, actually. Uh, so, why did you just go for that name? I think it's something for. Just like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> something for like kind of students that followed us to begin with and like kind of people that knew us and pals and that kind of just got that little reference it's like oh that is like a part of like Aberdeen type of thing and it kind of I personally thought the name went down pretty well I always got a little like either like a laugh or like oh that's sick kind of reaction to it so the last track also has that effect yeah um it's called it's called it's like that feeling that you trip that feeling when you trip but you don't quite fall and it's actually far more embarrassing brag it acoustic <laughs> there you are so as you said you got uh, this was produced by a, a different person so reflecting back on the EP it's been I mean it came out this year so it's not like old but what do you think about it I think I think we, we kind of there was a different feeling coming out of that EP than what we feel with Tula Sheet. We're not saying we didn't like it. We just felt like there was certain songs on it that sounded, sounded better than what, you know, like, and then sometimes that didn't really, we didn't quite capture how we wanted to sound it mm-hmm. um, or how, how, you know, we intended it to sound. Um, but yeah, I think there's definitely like the potential to really record some of the tracks on it. Um, but as a whole, yeah, I think, I think there's, you know, it, it, it went pretty well. Yeah, I think yeah. with the stage the band was at, at that time, I think that probably represented a good amount of kind of like what we have, I think. But now the way the band's going, the stage we're at now, it's kind of like a bit more lighter, if you know what I mean, like kind mm-hmm. of that sort of aspect in it. But I mean, I, I like the EP personally. I think it's for 
I mean, it's the first kind of EP that I've released, so it was nice to kind of have that feeling when it came out. And um, yeah, it was quite a good milestone for the boys um, mm-hmm. for that stage where we were at. I think it was also it was recorded in a very different way from all our current new songs as well, which links you can kind of tell almost from the recordings themselves that it sounds a lot better when we record it how we want it done. Because I felt the EP was kind of handed over to us and we were just told to however we want to do it. And at the time, we weren't very experienced. We didn't know what to do, I suppose. That kind of probably reflects our, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, just yeah. to, I don't, I don't mean to butt in at all, but I think the definition of, if I could use one word to like kind of sum up that EP was like, we did kind of rush it a bit. We kind of went into, yeah. And you said we want like I don't, I don't know what time limit we did it on, but we like said we want to get three, four songs done at this time, which was a bit unrealistic. Yeah. And we were doing, we were doing like live recordings and like messing up. Like they're definitely not perfect, and they could definitely be better if we redid them. But yeah, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say rushed is some extent. I, I think we had an urgency which wasn't needed. And yeah, yes, to try and release as much as we could because we had quite a bit of material and we hadn't had anything released, so we kind of I think pushed too much to try and get something out. Yeah, it was good. I, I think it was good as well. Like it was good fun recording it, and like like the guys at Captain Poems are great. Like um, they made it like a really enjoyable experience. But I think like we like probably did rush it, and like you know because it was recorded live, and we like we weren't really perfect in our in our like how we played the songs there was like loads of mistakes and the timing's like a bit off and i think it's just like when you actually record it like um and like take time to record a demo and send it off to someone and like have like it be like an all-day thing for just mm-hmm. one song you're really able to refine it and like even when it, we got the ep back and we were releasing it we didn't even know what mastering was like me and rob went on to like it was like band camp automatic mastering and just like click, like you could click between <laughs> heavy bright and medium and we were like oh heavy and like that was, that <laughs> was our mastering <laughs> that's brilliant um yes yeah, so what what are your favorite songs off the project like kind of well what are your favorite songs of the project <laughs> i think i'd have to say i don't know if the lads agree or not i'd have to say open eyed um because that was a song that it was one of those songs that I had like the bass riff for, for ages and, 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 and like the whole open eye dream lyric thing and like the lyrics for it. And I brought, I remember bringing it to Adam and Adam going, I really like this, but like, I didn't have the like musical knowledge in some ways to like make it what I wanted it to be. And Adam was like, we'll do this, we'll do this. And we'll put that there. We'll put this there. And it really came together. And I think on that EP, I think that's the one that came out best. I'm not saying that, we think it's perfect. I think it definitely needs work done. And if we re-recorded it, it'll sound 10 times better. But I think of the EP that we did, that definitely came out uh, the best. And it was a great one to, to listen to. And it definitely, you know, people seem to respond well to it when we didn't expect it. So, yeah. Nice. I think it's for the same reason. Sorry. Sorry, you got him. No. I, I think it's just for the same reason, like the, the two left feet is so, like we like it so much and like all of our like, new songs which you can hear uh, live at nice and sleazy um is like they're so much more collaborative than our than our old stuff like everybody just like has their own like it, it, it's like you know like if if i come to the band with like a chord progression or, or rob does it, like you just start playing it and everybody just plays exactly how it should sound you know mm-hmm. what i mean like 
Um, yes. Like we've got a new song that we're hoping to have ready for Sleazy's, which is a bit uh, shoegazy, I guess. Oh. And um, I could just hear like, you know, I was playing like a riff and like whatever Luke is playing uh, over it. I was just like, oh my God, that's perfect. Like, you know, um, and I just think like Open Eyed was like that. It was just like a collaborative effort. And I think that's why it sounds the best. Yeah. Nice. So uh, on the note of new songs, uh, looking beyond this year, what 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 is? Do you have anything in the works? Do you have any plans? Yeah, I think uh, anything that you want to share, of course. Um. Well, I'd say like <laughs> our like half of our set list for the the next gig is like completely new stuff. Oh. Um. So. Because I do think nice. we are, we we have kind of picked a musical direction, and like we're sort of going towards that. Like mm-hmm. all the new stuff we're writing feel a lot more like us. And yeah, nice. I think we're starting to find our niche as a kind of sound or kind of tone that the band's going down in a way, and which we're all more comfortable playing in. I kind of find in a kind of style, and we all just play together together better in our kind of yeah, similar to our new song and open-eyed it's kind of going down that more feel and vibe i reckon nice that, that's good shit that's good shit sorry oh no i was just gonna say yeah i think we're, we're kind of just agreeing with luke i think we've that ep was definitely a mix of, of 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 sounds and i think we were when we released that ep we were absolutely terrified of just going oh they're just another indie band that are trying to sound like the arctic monkeys or the strokes but i think uh I think we've kind of found what our sound should be and it's more in that kind of I don't know if you if you want to put a genre on it like indie pop direction kind of that more like lighter um, yeah. kind of sound, um with kind of like different guitar riffs and bass lines and you know you know quick drums going we found we've kind of found what we're we're aiming for I think a bit more I think it was good with the EP to somewhat get like a gist of what song done best or like what song like kind of everyone liked the most and then we figured it was open eyed dreams so the kind of obviously natural progression would be just to kind of go towards more of that sound than anything else yeah excellent so you know stuff for the people listening to keep an eye out for i think that kind of uh that, that does kind of start to wrap us up uh, so as i said you're playing in glasgow on the 28th that'll be plugged you've got a song coming out on the 24th that'll be plugged uh do you have a final ignore that do you have a final statement that you'd like to give um just keep keep the eyes out for because we've already got stuff in the works for 2024 um probably our most exciting gig yet um to come um which we uh, kind of started organizing last night so that's uh that's really exciting and just new music um yeah just like i don't know just pre-save two left feet pre-save two left feet i know it comes out tomorrow whenever this podcast yeah. comes out but um really yeah like i don't know just be excited i guess there you go anything else i suppose really keep keep an eye out for what's to come yeah there we go so <clears throat> Thank you all for coming on. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, everything will be linked below. 
so that's that if you want to go follow uh, night i'll be linked below all my social medias for the podcast uh my soundcloud and all that jazz uh, and that's that thank you all for listening uh goodbye cheers thank you